Hello and welcome to the 104th episode of Crosby's Nine, where we look at English from all angles. How are you? Are you ready to go? Ready to practice? If I say buy the book, what do you think of? Buy the book. Am I saying buy the book? You have to buy the book. You have to go to the store and buy the book. I could be. I could be saying that. And that would be spelled B-U-Y, buy the book. Or I could be saying B-Y, buy the book. Are you familiar with the expression, buy the book? What does that mean? If we do something, buy the book, what does that expression mean? It means to follow the rules exactly the way they are. To adhere to the rules. Adhere. Are you familiar with the verb adhere? Adhere? How do you spell the verb adhere? A-D-H-E-R-E. Adhere means to stick. Stick to the rules. Adhere to the rules. So to do something by the book means to strictly follow the rules. Do you do things by the book? Please repeat. Do you do things by the book? Does she do things by the book? Yeah, she always does things by the book. Do you know people who always do things by the book? <laughs> Sometimes I think there are two types of people. People who don't follow the rules and people who always follow the rules. People who always do things by the book. And then, of course, if I had said B-U-Y, buy, buy the book, that simply means to purchase the book. Purchase. How do you spell purchase? P-U-R-C-H-A-S-E. P-U-R-C-H-A-S-E. Purchase. Let's practice the conditionals. The first conditional. If I buy the book, I'll read it. Please repeat. If I buy the book, I'll read it. If I buy the book, I will read it. I don't know if I'm going to buy the book. I don't know if I will buy the book. But if I do buy the book, if I buy the book... I will read it. That's the first conditional. Now that you have seen the example, what's the second conditional? If I bought the book, of course I would read it. If I bought the book, I would read it. I don't know if I'm going to buy it, but if I bought it, I would read it. And what's the third conditional? If I had bought the book, if I had bought it, of course I would have read it. I would have read it. If I had bought the book, I would have read it. So, buy the book, spelled B-Y, buy the book, and buy the book, B-U-Y, buy the book. Anyway, to do something by the book is to strictly follow the rules. Stick to the rules. Sometimes people will tell you to stick to the rules. Stick reminds me of the word sticky note. I was thinking about post-it notes and sticky notes. The post-it note, of course, is the commercial word. It's the company name for these sticky notes. Hey, that's a sticky subject. What does that mean? If I talk about a sticky subject, I'm talking about something that's a little controversial. Let's not talk about that. That's a sticky subject. Now, a synonym of sticky is tacky. Have you ever heard of this word before? How do you spell tacky? T-A-C-K-Y. T-A-C-K-Y. If something or somebody is tacky, it means that they don't have good taste. But tacky also refers to the condition of being sticky. You know those post-it notes, those have low tack. 
when we talk about those yellow notes that have adhesive on one side, that has a low level of tack. In other words, tack is adhesive. So the sticky note or the post-it note is tacky, meaning you can stick it, but of course it's low tack because you put pressure on it and then you can reuse these sticky notes or these post-it notes. What else is sticky? I was thinking about honey. Of course, honey is sticky. Have you ever wondered why? Why is honey sticky? Because of hydrogen. How do you spell hydrogen? H-Y-D-R-O-G-E-N. Please repeat and remember your letters. Oh, that's the reminder for your letters. Because the Y and the J and the G are sometimes difficult. H-Y-D-R-O-G-E-N. Hydrogen. Honey is sticky because of hydrogen. Because when the bees mix water and nectar together, the hydrogen in the water makes the honey sticky. Please repeat. Hydrogen makes honey sticky. Hydrogen makes honey sticky. That's a good sentence to practice. Hydrogen makes honey sticky. What else is sticky? Tape is sticky. Paste is sticky. Glue is sticky. Tape is that strip of adhesive that we use to seal things. In fact, I just used some tape around my garbage can the other day. Yeah, my garbage can cracked. I have a plastic garbage can. And it cracked, and the crack kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So I took some tape, and I wrapped the tape around the garbage can. And for the moment, the garbage can is quote-unquote fixed. So tape is sticky, paste is sticky, and so is glue. Please repeat, paste is sticky, and so is glue. That means glue is also sticky. Paste is sticky, and so is glue. What's the difference between paste and glue? Well, paste is soft, and glue is hard. I think of toothpaste. Toothpaste is soft, right? So paste is soft, and glue is typically hard. When we talk about glue figuratively, we talk about that thing, that item, that substance that binds people together or binds something together. What's the verb there? Glue can be something that binds people together. Glue can be something that binds people together. To bind, the verb is to bind. Now, million dollar question, is bind a regular verb or an irregular verb? It's an irregular verb. Bind, bound, bound. Something that binds something together is something that connects people or glues people or teams or something together. So glue is sticky, paste is sticky, honey is sticky, and these things that are sticky bind other things together. And as I mentioned, paste is usually soft like toothpaste. That's the way to remember. Now, if I say toothpaste, everybody knows the word tooth. What's tooth in plural? Teeth. Teeth. But my question is, is it a verb? Yes, it is, but you have to put an E at the end. You have to put an E at the end. How do you spell the verb teeth? T-E-E-T-H-E. What does to teeth mean? Baby's teeth. Baby's teeth when they grow their new teeth. You know when babies are crying and they're very upset? Most likely, they are teething. Now listen to the way we pronounce the verb teeth. It's not teeth. It's pronounced teeth. So I use my voice right at the end of that verb, a little bit of voice to pronounce that last sound. To teeth 
is when you grow baby teeth. That's what little babies do. When they grow their new teeth, they are teething and they want to chew on something and they're usually upset. So you have one tooth, two teeth, and we have the verb to teethe. That reminds me of having a toothache. Remember how we pronounce that last part of the word ache? A-C-H-E. It's all together. T-O-O-T-H-A-C-H-E. If your tooth hurts you, you have a toothache. If your head hurts you, you have a headache. If your stomach hurts you, you have a stomach ache. And if your throat hurts you, you have a sore throat. Why do I have a sore throat? Because I've been yelling. Please repeat. I have a sore throat because I've been yelling. In fact, I am hoarse. What does it mean to be hoarse? It means you have lost your voice. If you are hoarse, you have lost your voice. It would be like speaking like this. I can't speak. I'm hoarse. Okay, but I'm not hoarse. H-O-A-R-S-E, hoarse. It refers to when you lose your voice. Let's practice the conditional to finish the podcast. Please repeat. If I yell too much, I get hoarse. That's the zero conditional. If I yell too much, I get hoarse. First conditional. If I yell too much... I'll get hoarse. Second conditional. If I yelled too much, I'd get hoarse. Third conditional. If I had yelled too much, I would have gotten hoarse. If I had yelled too much, I would have gotten hoarse. Thanks once again for tuning into the 104th episode of Crosby's Nine. Those of you who are subscribed to Premium, stick around because we have the extended version. I'll see you soon. Bye-bye.